Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, Better Together with Maria Menounos fans. Yes, it's me, Mr. Maria Menounos. I'm back again. He's back, baby. Back in our LA studios, subbing in for my beautiful and talented wife. Really excited to be here for I'm this one because um, I'm going to get some therapy today myself. I but I think this is actually going to speak to a lot of us today because um, the world just changed overnight, as many of you know. And I think a lot of us want to change with it. <laughs> but I think a lot of us are struggling to make that change, but we're going to find out tonight or today how we can make those changes. I'm going to start with the quote of the day, Kelsey Meyer. Give it to us. The perceptions we hold on life are powerful drugs that in the right doses can kill or inspire our dreams. That is from Anthony Trucks, who is a friend of Better Together, friend of Maria and Kelsey. I'm hoping after today will be a friend of mine. Um, (laughs) Kelsey, read his intro and then let's bring in Anthony. Perfect. All right. Anthony Trucks is a former NFL athlete, American Ninja Warrior, international speaker, host of the Awe Shift podcast, and the founder of Identity Shift Coaching. He uses cutting-edge science and psychology to upgrade how you operate so you can elevate your life and your business to reach your full potential. 
<laughs> After being given away in foster care at three years old, being adopted into an all-white family at 14, losing his NFL career to injury, and more, he learned how to shift at a very young age. And now his life mission is to teach others how to make shift happen in their lives. We are so excited. The Heel Squad and Better Together. Welcome, Anthony Trex. Anthony. My friend, thank you so much for coming on. I know that I just going to say up top, his book Identity Shift uh, is available. And we're going to cover a lot of stuff in the book. But Anthony, once again, thank you so much for coming back again and talking about this really important yeah, subject. I appreciate it. It's all, they say good people find good people. You guys are good people. So well, I enjoy it. We love Count to hear either. that. And I agree with that too. You, you know, the one thing which wasn't in the intro, and I don't know if you covered it with Maria or not, but um, you also were involved uh, in, in in a divorce where your uh, it was in my notes, so I don't want to talk out of school. But your spouse yeah, yeah. it was infidelity involved on your partner's part, um, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I think the reason I bring that up is because I think with the pandemic, a lot has gone on in divorces and relationships too. So I think a lot of yeah. people have had to deal with that mm-hmm. as well. And you've reconciled, correct? Yeah, we're remarried, man. We yeah. were divorced for three, years. and it was a bad divorce, like one of those like custody battles. Uh, there was a lot that went on. There was like police involved in some things. <laughs> it got crazy, man. <laughs> Anthony, okay, because we're going to talk about the shift. Yeah. But this is really important because we've, I can't tell you how many friends we've been in the middle of that have gone through the ugly divorce and no, and the lawyers get rich and the yeah. parties and the children get hurt mm-hmm. it, from what I see. And we have to find a more civilized way and what I like about what you're already saying was you guys uh, had all the darkness, the police and the, this and that, but then you came back together and yeah. f- saw the humanity in one another. So c- do you mind taking me through a little bit of that journey? Oh yeah. I'll take you through all of it, man. I talk about all these things. I find that uh, it's, it's cathartic for me to get it out, but it actually helps people because yeah. not many people talk about it. There's this shame around it and guilt around it. And so most people don't express it. And so we feel alone when we're going through it. And then we start in the middle of it, finding out, oh yeah, everybody's dealing with this. They have a whole website. It's called Ashley Madison built on infidelity. Like, so it exists prominently, but no one talks about it. So for me, like I came home from the NFL and I had a big crisis, didn't know who I was, neglected my wife, all this craziness happened. It doesn't mean what she did was any good. Like it was a horrible choice. However, I realized that it took two people to get us to a point where she felt she had to make a choice in the first place. Mm -hmm. It just took me three years to get there. And then when did it happen in a weird turn of events is like, we legitimately like hated each other. Like I, I was like, can I ask you, you something, Anthony, cool. how did you get there in those three years? Because often we oh. get, we get so marred in anger. Yeah, we do. And we don't want to blame ourselves. We don't want to take responsibility. Right. And so, and that just cripples us. So how, yes. how did you get out of the three years to get to that place where you yeah. could. I think at a certain point we gave up. Well, I guess I gave up on her getting better and she gave up on me being better. I think we just kind of went our own ways. Like seriously, got to the point where like when you're in a relationship, you know how to poke the person's buttons. So for years, we would keep firing each other up. And eventually I was like, I don't care to do that anymore. And she would send messages and I'd just go, okay. And I think her feeling me pull away created like this. Oh, wait, he's not even around. He's not listening. Like a complete separate. We were high school sweethearts. It's the first time of a separation of grasp of me. And I started working on Anthony. I noticed that I had a lot of stuff that I needed to work on for me that was stuff I wouldn't own up to before. How I wasn't a present husband. I did neglect. I caused headaches. I caused problems. Doesn't mean I deserve what she did. Just means that I, was, I had a play in it. Mm-hmm. And that realization led me to go, man, 
that really sucked how I showed up. It might've been part of why she did what she did. And then on her side, she had a weird thing happen where her brother gave her a Joyce Myers book. Now at this time she was, she was more the partier than I was by all means, but it's funny because her brother's not that kind of guy. He's like, the, we were like, he must've got the book like when he robbed a car or something, you know, like he's, <laughs> he's this dude that got this book. And so she said, she woke up one day, saw this book. She, it was like a Sunday hungover by herself and she read it. And we were separately, but simultaneously improving our own humanity. And then at some point she came to me and was like, Hey, do you want to take a vacation away from this small town? That has a lot of, you know, chirping people just to just, we're not together Just take a vacation. I know you can't be away from the kids. So I was like, yeah. So we took a vacation to Costa Rica and I, the way I explain it is I got to meet someone for the first time that I'd known for 16 years. So you went on a platonic trip with the children yeah, as co-parents. But even that was, uh, that was pretty civilized because a lot of people can't, yeah. again, they're so either one side or the other, so angry. Oh yeah. We just got past it. I think we both grew up. We were kids having kids. We had our first son. Our oldest son now is 17. We had him at 19 and 20. Oh, like we were kids. having. Yes. Kids. We didn't have this playbook. We come from divorced families. So there wasn't this skill set in this, this book. So we just kind of navigated it. And I think thankfully at a certain point in time, at the right time, we both were healing ourselves. And in doing that, we could have a conversation that was past the pain of hurt, but towards the direction of like, who are we? How did it go wrong? What was my fault? And then it got to, we weren't even like trying to get back together. We came home from the vacation. I was headed out on a date. I was, I had like, I was going to go on a date when I got back Mm -hmm. the day before the date, she comes back and goes, "I, I will forever have regret if I don't tell you that I want to try again. And then that was a whole journey too. Cause then you got to think she, you know, was, was she had an affair. And so all the people that supported me through that, like, I can't, I was like, I can't just let them be in the background. They're going to hate me. And then if you do what you did again, like I was like, you got to get their blessing. And so I just left it at that. I didn't tell her she had to, that was a conversation. I took a trip somewhere. I come back from the trip and people are calling me like, Hey, had a talk with Christina. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, she came out. My best friend. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. He says, dude, I laid into her. She took it like a woman. He's like, but I give you my blessing. And that was the progression of what we have now. Uh, amazing. A lot of weirdness in there, I know, but yeah. it worked. No, <laughs> it worked I don't know. Amazing. No, actually, I don't see weirdness. I see, I, I see such an honesty and um, honesty with yourselves. You know, how many people even admit, hey, we were 19 and 20. So, you know what I mean? No one goes back and says, hey, we were young. So obviously, yeah, we were going to make mistakes and then own them and then do the work. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of, yeah, you're right, because you've gone now 
you've got all these people in your life that are on your side who have stuck by you in this dark moment. And now you go back and say, okay, guys, forget about it. Cause now I'm going back with her. It's all good. Yeah. I've never heard that technique of, you know, it's almost like sports where it's like, go, go get your, you know, go tell the, you have to go tell the other player. You know yeah. what I mean? In a way I know, cause you came up in the NFL, but I I've never heard that before. I think that's uh that's amazing. I, what, what would you say made it all happen? I know, you know, on your end, it seems clear, but what would you say w- was able to make it? So there was a reconciliation. I mean, to be honest, I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell it was God, man. I'm a man of faith. I believe God had a big part to play in all of it and, and laying things on my heart. Cause a part of it started with my forgiveness. And I think that's where people go. How could you forgive someone who could do that to you? And, and, and I'm not saying that, that, you know, it, for me, it was like an okay thing, but I am saying this. I went through the process of understanding how forgiveness works because I was given away as a kid. I had anger from my mom, from my biological dad, people that stole from me in business, coaches that cut me in the NFL, like this anger, right? And separate from the coach that NFL with her situation, most of the people that do things to hurt us, that hurt us, it's not an intentional malicious act. What she was doing was not going out saying, I'm doing this to make him feel bad. They're usually seeking a personal need. If anything, it's very selfish. That byproduct becomes my pain. And so when I sat down and go, man, what would it be like to be a 25 year old girl, woman who was, you know, questioning like her husband, he's gone from 6am to 10pm. She's at home with a four-year-old newborn twins by herself. And I'm not even making money to pay the bills. It's a lot of weight. And so she feels neglected. She feels weight. She feels heavy. And she also didn't have the skill sets to communicate. She didn't know how to express it. She just kind of did her thing. So she was seeking connection, seeking acceptance, seeking love that I wasn't providing for her, which I can see why it led that direction. In hindsight, she'll tell you she made the wrong choice. She should have said something, but at that time, she didn't know what to do. So when I look at the forgiveness, it's like, man, that must've sucked to have like to be in such a dark place that you're going to do something that you, that you think could possibly destroy your whole family. Like there's a darkness of, of that experience for her that I can empathize with. So it sounds weird, but like I had an empathy, empathy. for the place she was in. Yep. And, and that's, again, some people will get it, some won't. But when you ask how, that was it. And the empathy, I believe, didn't come just for me. Like it comes from a base of faith, understanding. And they say, love the sinner, hate the sin, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of that kind of bubble. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. And with the, had you forgiven the coaches and the, you know, the people in your upbringing? I know there was just such darkness and psychotic stuff that was done to you Mm -hmm. growing up. Had, had you forgiven them 
you know, before you had reconciliation yeah. with her? At that time I had, because I don't think we even get to the point, because I mean, you got to realize, I think if she had grown and I hadn't, she wouldn't be with a, a person below her level of expression or level of growth. So I had been going through my own like few year journey of like navigating like the stuff of childhood and the, the bad foster parents and my biological dad, you know, lying to me, all these things. So at that moment in time, I think it was, like I said, the right time because my heart was open and understood. And then I also had a different anchor to what I wanted in life. Like I didn't have a family growing up. I was a foster kid. I had a family, but it wasn't like the blood, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I had that, like, I want that to an extent beyond what most people think. And then I was completely done with her, by the way. Like I was like, I'm done. But then she came and showed up in a way that I'm like, man, this could be the woman I've been wanting all my, mm -hmm. my time. This is just, she could finally be that person. Am I willing to, to regret that and possibly wonder if she is? So part of the trying again was like me beyond tangible and, and clear words, the feeling of it. I was like, she's different. She's a, she's the woman now. And, and so now, what was it? So Anthony, what, what would have happened if she didn't change? I wouldn't have been with her. You wouldn't have been with her, but you still would have stayed your course. I would have stayed my course. Yeah. I, I, we would have, we would have since if she wasn't a different person, we wouldn't be here now. We wouldn't still be together five years later. We have had continuous growth. There's conversations that take place, things that navigate in terms of like how I see things, how I parent, how she sees work, what I do for all these different things. And because of what took place, then we have this ability to be open to the fact that this marriage continues to evolve. Got it. That's and the biggest piece. I guess what, you know, but the thing is, um, I've seen people myself who've used anger as a, a tool to get better, to, um, to work harder. To, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm sure you yeah, as an yeah, athlete, right? You, right. So you get cut by that one coach and you go, Oh, oh man, I'm going to make this other team. And then I'm going to make your life hell and it can serve you. But mm -hmm. I have found that it, it's limiting in the long like right from there. I, honestly, I'm not a person that drives off of that stuff. Cause then what happens is once you've proved that wrong or you've, you've got past that, then what's your driving force now? Right. Ah, right. So I don't do that. I just, I drive off of what is, what is right? What do I want? And I go to that. And then if I get there, I set the scale again, because I find that we're happiest in motion as humans. We are happiest doing things. I, I, I much prefer putting the puzzle together than looking at it when it's done. I, I, so I like to be in motion. You, what you just said about um, putting, <laughs> we're happiest when we're doing things. I, yeah, I think when, it, when we have so much free time, the devil's playground, that's when, right. Yeah. Yeah. We want to do things where we, we get up and do, we get out of bed. Right. So you got to go do stuff. And if you have nothing to do, it feels empty. That's why like, I'm, I'm leery of people who are like, uh, like they talk about retirement. How, like a lot of people die quickly after retirement. I, I, so like, I my brother's best friend from height from, excuse me, kindergarten mm -hmm. retired as a policeman three months later, dead. It's crazy. Like just a couple of weeks ago, passed on in like three months. That was his retirement. A young guy. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know, I don't know how it happens, but I feel like there's, Someone said like, it's a universal way of like, once you retire, you're pretty much on the world. I'm of no more value to you. So the world's like, Ooh. all right, well then we'll get rid of you. Oh yeah. I think you got to keep moving. Something. But, Doing but, something. But how did you get to, well, so what, I was, what I was getting at originally was, um, how did you get to that place of forgiveness? Because I think it's healthier to forgive yeah. than even if you can use anger constructively, I think it's a short term uh, again, like you said, for the reasons you said. So how did yeah. you get there? Because if I think if anyone has a reason to be angry, you, you've you got yeah, was a mad. number. Well, the world, 
I like to experience the world positively. And I find that the world is a mirror to how I show up. So if I show up in a fun, if I came out here, I was mad at you, you'd be like, this dude's weird. It'd be a weird energy coming back. If I go into the world in any capacity and do that, I get it. And so I'm like, all right, well, how do I give goodness to the world to get that back? And well, you can only give what you have inside. So anything robbing that of you inside, it's forced you to give out crap. So you get crap in return. So forgiveness clears me up. I feel cleaner. I show up in the world better. World gives me something better back. So even if I'm like, ah, that person did something stupid, me forgiving them still makes my life experience better. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Damn. When you see me write things down, by the way, I'm, I'm not Maria. Maria, Maria knows all this stuff. <laughs> I don't. I'm a work. I'm a work in progress. She's in progress, too, but I'm like super in progress. So when I hear things like this, it's like this is life changing stuff, which is amazing. So let's. Um, As the weather gets colder, well, everywhere but L.A., and the year creeps to an end, we all have one thing on our minds. Christmas, the holidays, the best time of the year. But for some, it can be the toughest, most stressful and lonely time. I, for one, can say this is going to be a hard holiday season for us without my mom. And you know what? It's okay to not always be merry and cheery and to feel those feelings. But it is important to get the support you need. You've heard me talk about Talkspace. It's the number one online therapy platform that has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and much more. With Talkspace, you're able to access providers from your device 24-7. It's like having a therapist in your pocket. So if you need a little support to help you through the end of the year or want to start building towards a better upcoming year, Talkspace is here to help. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code BETTER. That's $100 off when you use the code BETTER at Talkspace.com. I know in today's hectic and stress-filled world, we're always looking for ways to improve our overall wellness. That's why I'm so excited to invite you to watch a wellness panel I moderated brought to you by Sprouts Farmers Market over at sprouts.com backslash live stream. We chatted about gut health, inflammation, immunity, stress, and anxiety because who can't use some help in those areas? I know I can. You're going to be so inspired to hear from the golden girl of wellness herself, Candice Kumai, discuss the principle of kintsugi and some seriously delicious wellness this friendly recipes. Dr. Josh Axe and Jordan Rubin, co-founders of Ancient Nutrition, also brought some incredible gut health and inflammation tips like how to pick a probiotic and incorporate bone broth. Finally, New York Times bestselling author and founder of The One, Naomi Whittle, introduced us to Spice Fruit, an amazing supplement for metabolic health. Guys, you can't miss this conversation. Head over to sprouts.com slash live stream to catch the recording. After you watch, you might just be inspired to stock up on some goodness for delivery or curbside pickup at shop.sprouts.com. Let's move on to um, what you have in your book, is identity shift. And let's just talk about the shifts in general, because I think, you know, I'll always ask people, do you want? All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. It'd be better. You know, we have our show here better together. And yeah, Unless it's someone like super ignorant. Most people go, yeah. Now, they may not want to do the work. They may not want to go through the pain and the struggle. Okay, I get it. But most people want to be better. And I think most people do want to shift into something better. And I think a lot of people have seen this as their time to make that shift because of what's going on. And then some other people are forced to make that shift because, you know, it's a different economy. It's a different lifestyle. Everything is different. However, um, you know, after decades for some people and then many decades for others to make that actual shift, like the one you described that has gotten you to your success, that's the tough part. So maybe you can take us through some of the stages. It's like, Hey, I wake up, I want to change. Where do I start? What do I do? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing is it's gotta be, honestly, unfortunately it has to be a pain. There's this, this weird story. I remember metaphor this guy goes up to this, you know, old farmhouse, the guy in a rocking chair and his dog next to him. And he needs directions to a local, you know, 7-Eleven or something. He walks up and he hears this dog moaning, you know, he's saying, you know, how to get to the 7-Eleven. Guy says, yeah, go down there, take a left. And then you go to the right. And he goes, why, why is this dog moaning? He goes, oh, he's sitting on a nail. Well, why doesn't he move? It doesn't hurt bad enough. Oh. So we as humans, we have this thing where we'll endure some pain, but if it doesn't hurt bad enough, we'll just endure it. And what I've found in my work is, is I do a really good job of helping people eliminate guilt. And guilt's a thing that there are some big pieces of guilt, right? There's what I call toxic guilt and things that float in the past from things I did or I, I don't know what anybody knows about. And so it's like shameful in the background. And then there's like what I call guiding guilt. Like I have guiding guilt for the marriage now. I don't operate how I used to. And, and when I have moments where I'm doing something that feels a little funky, I guide away from it quickly. And so what I find is like, my work shows up in spaces where that pain becomes prominently aware of like, holy crap, I am operating in a space that is creating a guilt from maybe if I have a career where I'm a business owner and I'm showing up and I'm doing things at work, but I know my wife's always mad at me because I get home later. I'm not taking the kids somewhere. It's the age old story you see in the movies, but people will function with that. It's a continuous, like it's the nail that's just not painful enough. When I show to them, look, your kids years from now, are not going to want to come home to visit you during the holidays. Now it's like, Ooh, what do you mean? Well, like I live my life in a space where I want my kids to want to come home. That means I have to cut off work and come have a relationship with them and be present with them and not be at work all damn day. Cause if not, I can make all the money I want some of the best school, but then they're not going to want to come visit me when I'm old and I'm bored by myself. So the idea is like that little, Ooh, okay. I got to make some change. I got to make some shifts. Those little things become the way that I can progress people out of that area by fast track and in future pace and going, here's what's coming in the pipeline for you. The direction you're headed, here's the end of that line. If you don't want the end of that line, 
You got to take a little look and say, how can I adjust this? Because that will suck as a pain. So when you can frame up why I should get off the nail, now we can start moving towards eliminating guilt and doing something different. So knowing, you know, that a nail event right now, it's just, it's a pain, in, literally a pain in the butt, but yeah, eventually yeah. is going to be worse. worse or cut or something that's going to make it so you can't, the dog can't walk anymore or yeah. Yeah, we do that. And then, and then sometimes people finally, they, they visualize and go, oh yeah, it, it hits different. Like I had moments in my store, like I, I like was super guilty of like the relationships falling apart. Business isn't good. And I was like suicidal, man. And it's an overwhelming pain. And the brain can't always separate between emotional and physical pain. But when it lands on you, I had a buddy come out one time and like I was in a fog and he says, this is your reality. And those words, they, they slammed on my chest and I could feel the pain that was riddled with guilt and shame and sadness and hurt. And it spun up. And in that moment, I was like this. And that was the catalyst of me taking an action which wasn't a good one at the time, but like that pain lingered and eventually became the one I tapped into to start making adjustments. So for a lot of people, you could be experiencing it right now, but you just try to avoid it. You drug it up, sex it up, partner it up, all this yep. stuff. I just buy it up, consumerism, whatever. All yeah. Day. But when you settle with your, like the, the biggest thing that I did was when I had a moment of like, it was like 2016, I look in the mirror, like I hated this guy. I, I had to do something I wasn't good at doing and most people aren't. I had to spend time with the person I wasn't used to spending time with me. And when you get to like sit with you and start asking questions about you and how you're doing things, and you really get centered on yourself and you notice I don't like me. That's a pain you can't avoid. And when we get you to that spot, now it's like, all right, now we can start the progression out of that place. But until you stop and look at yourself and like, look in the mirror and take a look at what you see, You'll find ways to look away and distract yourself day after day. I do get busy being busy. You'll hang out with people. You'll, you'll always be around humans because it takes the, the energy away. So look at social media and then nothing. You're, not, you're never slowing down enough to stop and take a look. And then when you do, it's like, oh, I don't like this. And some people will speed back up again, but the yeah. smart ones will slow it down even more. Stop and change direction. I see, you know, I have friends in my past that, um, that I, because of our past, I stay close with. But I notice that um, when they run into hard times and um, I start offering the work, you know, that they can do to get better, you know, coaching or some of the, we're blessed to have some of the greatest healers come on the show that are yeah. my friends. And it's like, change the subject. Just want, want to, want to talk about how good Patrick Mahomes is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. they, oh, and, yeah. I, and now I've learned to just say, okay, like if that I accept it, if that's, but yeah, it's it's painful, but man, it gets so much better after you do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's funny is it's it, this whole thing is uh, well, first you can't want more for someone than they want for themselves. So if they don't want it, and I want it for them, and I tell them they'll avoid me because well, they feel less than every time they're around me because they know what I want for them. Oh. Weird thing in that funky place. <laughs> just, the you just explained to me why so many people don't want to be around me. <laughs> well, wow. That's, but that's one part of but it. But that's a break, breakthrough. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah. And then the other side of it, when you have the aspect of like, they don't want to do the work, it's like that there is this ability to like, yeah, they just want to avoid and talk about something else because there's there's more pain associated with, with having to face it than having to do it. And I don't think that people who have ever, I can have everybody, my wife has a friend who was heavy. She was out of shape for a long time. And my wife's like, why won't she just get in shape? It's so great. You feel, and I said, she's never been in shape. She doesn't, she has no emotional positive attachment to that, except for what you're telling her it is. She only knows where she's at. 
So when we have people in our lives that don't, it's, they just haven't seen it. It hasn't been an emotional connection to what that is just yet. So where I'm like, why don't you get this? They don't have a, a viewpoint or a framing of it. And so sometimes it's us realizing that I got to get them to want it. Because like you said, can't want it more. What that sometimes looks like is it's not me planting the seed and then trying to pour water on it and make it grow. It's planting the seed and then letting somebody else water it. Somebody else that might inspire me, introduce them to different books and like, let them do their stuff. Cause then when it becomes their thing, like my wife's friend, she got in shape and she's phenomenal shape. She's lost like 180 pounds. But the biggest thing was it became her journey, not my wife telling her to take the journey and people protect what they create. So she planted some seeds, introduced her to stuff, and she started doing her own work. And then now she comes back to my wife's like, hey, I did this. And my wife gets to celebrate with her. She gets to see the, you know, whenever she harvests all the cool stuff in life, it's like, look at the fruit of my labor. She, my wife's celebrating it. And my friend can feel proud showing it off as opposed to feeling like she did it because my friend told me to. Like my son, he'll go do the dishes and he's walking out to do the dishes. He's had this happen. My wife goes, do the dishes. And he goes, oh, she goes, what? He goes, I was going to come do them. Now it's different because you're telling me I have to. Same thing happens in all of our lives. When you're going to go do it, you feel excited to do it because it's your thing. But when someone asks you or tells you, now it's like, well. Kelsey, can we make sure that drop goes to Maria, please? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so so we, we start out, it seems like, by identifying where we're getting the pains in our lives, right? Oh, yeah. So I call it guilt gaps. It's actually something we, we work on. There's about 10 areas of life we found that we have experiences and how we experience life. And then when I'm short of a number there, we'll call it short of a 10, I have a gap of guilt, financial guilt, career guilt, family guilt, health guilt, some small, some's big. And what happens is now you can see like, ooh, this is funky. And then the next step is going, okay, why does it exist? And this is the identity shift stuff because I believe that how you operate shows up in the actions that you take that then create your life and are responsible for these gaps. So if you operate differently, an identity thing, you then can shift the identity and you can create different operation, different actions, close the gaps, more money, more time, more joy, more health. And so once you realize like, I got to work on this, now it's going where? So the first stage of this is the C stage. It goes C, shift, sustain. We have to see ourselves. There's a statement I love and it goes, it's hard to see the label when you are inside of the jar. <laughs> and we just float around, we do our thing and we're living our life and we have no idea the label says you suck at communication, you get too angry too fast, you're, you know, you're weird to be around because you make dumb bad j- I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Jokes, whatever. We don't see that. You're doing our thing. 
And we go, why is there not, why don't I have more friends? Why can't I make, why can't I get a promotion? Right. And so we just assume it's other stuff. So we take almost a hundred foot view of ourselves, a view outside of ourselves. And yeah. is that when we identify the guilt gaps? Well, in no. The so eventually, essentially you'll feel, you'll feel the gaps. You'll go, I'm, I'm a two here, five here, three here, six. Right. But then it's like, why, why is it a two? What's going on? And then what we do is we actually, I have a process where we enlist other people and I sit down and I go, Hey, I need you to tell me what you see. And I need you to tell me what I need to hear. Oh boy. Not what I want to hear. Oh boy. Yeah. We call it a triad talk. It's a, it's a, it's one of our exercises. And there's a way we formulate it and structure the questions and how you respond, but it hurts. It hurts, but it's a great hurt. Cause what happens is you feel this, you go, oof. But then the next step is now I know what I can work on. Cause the second stage is a shift stage, which is where I shift the, the perspective inside and shift the actions I'm going to take and shift the destination of my identity. But here's the thing. Most people jump to the habits and the actions and they'll do them and they burn out. I did this. I invested here. I did, but my wife, my life's no better. Well, yeah, because there were specific placement of holes in a bucket and you patched areas with no holes. So you as a human are still, you didn't see your work to do. You got to patch your holes. It's almost like what, that term dry drunk for alcoholics who just stop drinking. Yeah. They call them a dry drunk because mm -hmm. they didn't, they're not doing the other work. Another work. That, exactly. That. To where it doesn't, you know, yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. So then the thing is, is you got to go back and see your work. It hurts to hear, but then now the things that you do will be so much more expansive progression wise for your success because it's your stuff that you needed to work on. Hey, Hill Squad. Are you guys having trouble sleeping or having any back pain? Maybe it's time to start thinking about a new mattress. And you know I love my Sleep Number mattress. If you're like me, you hate mattress shopping. You go lay on a million beds, end up dizzy and hungry, and just pick something because you're desperate. I've always gone home unhappy, but not anymore. Okay, I don't know why we didn't know about Sleep Number before. Maybe it was just me. But you go online, take a quiz, and you go into the store, and they use a high-tech mattress to discover your pressure points. It's actually a perfect process. Then they take your sleep number. Mine's 25. You lay on one or two beds that the quiz chose for you and boom, you're done. And their beds are even more high tech and mind blowing than I have time to tell you right now. But just wait till you try. I almost cried. And my bed is temperature balancing. So my house doesn't have to be an igloo at night. And I have a foot heater. What is this? And if Kevin's snoring, I can raise his head with my controls. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Don't go anywhere else ever. Discover special offers right now for a limited time at your local Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com backslash better. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. The holidays are all about coming together and creating the magic of the season. Sure, you can buy ornaments and decorations, but isn't building your own so much more fun? This year, KiwiCo invites your family to make the holidays a little more hands-on, all while learning a thing or two along the way. KiwiCo is the one-stop gift shop for kids of every interest and age. Kids can discover the mechanics behind everyday objects, learn the science of cooking, explore new cultures, and practice new art and design techniques, all through fun, hands-on projects. Their website is amazing. There are so many cool things to choose from. I personally am buying the light-up haunted house for me, Kelsey and Pooja, to build when we need a little brain break. But seriously, this holiday season, give the gift of a fun, hands-on holiday experience with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with code BETTER at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com with the promo code BETTER. Can you give me an example of a guilt gap 
like what like yeah. one guilt gap that we target and then okay. you know how we target it and we can we you take me from there yes perfect let's do a financial one people like the money part of it i mean right so, now i think I, a lot of people will hear yeah, you yeah because some yeah. things going on so a lot of people are filling a guilt gap and if i go there and i say okay well let's gauge this we literally say zero is like you have no money 10 is like i have more than i need in between you have a number right and there's some space and it's based on how you save money make money invest money all that stuff and someone could go you know what i'm i'm a three I, every time I get money, I, for some reason, spend that I can't save. I'm a poor investor. I'm a three. So every day we're operating with a seven guilt gap. Three to 10 is a seven space of guilt gap. So you go, well, how do I work on this? Well, then your friend can come in and go, look, every time a new shoe drops, you buy the Jordans. You don't need the Jordans. What do you do? Who, you know, who are you impressing? Or like every time that, that you, you make, you know, you go and do something, you make just enough money. You keep, you know, not taking the extra shifts because you can go party with your friends. Take the shift, get the overtime. Right. This could be just one way of looking at it. So you can go, oh, maybe I do spend too much time partying. And maybe I do go to the bar and spend a couple hundred bucks on things I shouldn't. Maybe I, I don't need the new Jordans because they dropped it on my sneakerhead. Like maybe you adjust these things. And so you can go in and go, okay, great. I'm now going to start shifting the, the debt the identity of who I am. I don't have to have Jordans. Shifting the way that I show up every day of like, you know what? I'm going to show up different. I'm going to be more of a saver, like little nuances. And then all of a sudden, maybe you get out of debt. There's no more guilt for being in debt and making no money. So maybe it's like, all right, well, I'm making more money. I'm saving money. And look, I have an investment. I bought a house. I got some crypto. I invested in something that's returning to me in some way, right? Now that gap goes like I was a three. I feel like I'm a seven now. I'm, I don't have abundance of money, yet, but I feel better. Like So now I have less guilt and less shame. And that doesn't weigh on the rest of my life. Because for example, if I, if I feel guilty and I have enough money, Maybe I don't want to get in a relationship because what if he or she finds out that I don't have much money and then my credit score sucks. And so we'll avoid interesting relationships or shooting for a high level human because some part of us feels guilty elsewhere. Or, or we're, we're stressed all the time. So we're angry. Oh, so yeah. we react, mm-hmm. you know, like we're in a bad mood all the time. I'm stressed about money. Yeah. So, it, so the habit is buying the Jordans, but it's looking at the identity with, that makes you want to buy the Jordans, which what you'd said was interesting is like, who are you trying to impress? Yeah. Right. You're, you have, you have to ask yourself those questions. And then when you can answer that and say, cause when you said it to me, I immediately was like, yeah, you're right. Who, who am I trying to impress when <laughs> right? I buy my Jordans? I don't even put rims on my car. I used, to, I used to grow up putting rims on a car. I'm like, why? I don't get to watch them when I'm driving. It's, I'm going to do all and, that. Leave me the stock rims. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You're, you're right. Who are you trying to impress? Now, I understand like there's times where, you know, for business, you have to present yourself in a certain way, of course. but past yeah. that, you're right. Why? So I think, yeah. And, but then maybe you answer that by saying, well, you know, what is it about you that feels that need, right. Mm-hmm. To have to impress people. Yeah. And then you work on that. Right. I would assume. Yeah, you got to see stuff. And that's the whole thing. It's this is a it's a deeper talk than we're doing now, but there are areas we can see it's all interconnected. Everything flows different because those those things, when I have an area, because if you think across the board, if everything's a five, I got like a 50 guilt gap. That's gonna affect myself, my health. Cause if I don't feel good, why take care of myself? I'm a sucky person. Why am I gonna go to the gym? Right. Or, you know, why my family, like why they want me around. I can't even save money, make money. I, I live in squalor. I don't want to go bother my family. So my family area is I'm not present there. These things are all interconnected and we think they're not. And then we have this, this weird life. But like when people start getting their stuff together, they're making money, they take care of themselves. They, you know, they, they're present with the people around them. They got great friendships because people like them. You know, they're anchored in faith or at least faith of self. Like these little things start to pick up. 
And then all of a sudden you look at these humans and go, they're special. No, they just started working on these areas and closed their gaps. And now the hard thing is most people go, yeah, but I can't do what they do. It's so hard. And I go, yeah, in the beginning, it's hard to do. But after a while, when you've been doing it for six months, a year, it becomes hard not to do it. Mm. It becomes hard not to make the ass, not to read the book, not to get the workout. I feel weird if I don't work out. It's just, it's natural. But some people go, oh, I could never, it's so hard to work out. I feel icky if I don't get it in, you know? So like, that wasn't accidental. That was over time building into it. And now when it becomes that natural flow, you operate different. It's like instinctually you operate different. And then lo and behold, you make more money. You have more time, you have more joy, and you don't have as much guilt. Who I was back when I was you know, trying to fix my life and how I, I had guilt as a father, as a business owner, as a husband, in my health, as a son, all these things that doesn't exist now. Not completely. I think there's like, there's some guiding guilt but it is so minimal because of how I just naturally operate as a human now from an identity standpoint of how I see myself and show up aligned with how I tell people that I am a human. And so then we go to sustain. Sustains the process over time. The big thing is people have plans for this. Like we in the shift phase create a plan, but plans are great. The problem is people don't create boundaries around them to, to maintain that plan. So like, I see what I got to work on. I know I got to work on it. And then I get into the flow. And then what happens is someone comes and says, hey, can you go to this thing, this party with me? No, I can't. I'm working on this. Come on. Okay. Right. So then we break that. You don't put a barrier around this amazing plan. The ones who change their life are the ones that go, no, I can't. The French says, come on. No, I can't. Come on. No, I can't. Come on. No. And they walk away. The next time they ask, it's like, can you go? No, I can't. Come on. No, I can't. And that's two times. Eventually they go, you want to go? No, I can't. They're done asking you. You've, you've created a boundary. You've trained people around you how this plan's going to operate based on the... As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Life that you want to live, but that sustainability happens because of a discipline. People don't look at the word like discipline as it is. Disciple means to follow, like disciple, and plan, plan, follow a plan. Most people don't have a plan. And if they do, there's no boundary or protection to follow that plan ongoing from attacks from the outside. So, Anthony, here's a big question. What do you do when friends and family in your current life don't want you on that plan? Well, I'm not going there. I mean, everybody's not going to align. And, and it's, it's a journey. Here's what it first looks like. Hey, I'm going to start speaking for a living like I did. You're tripping. Why are you? It's just stupid. You don't have anything to say. I'm still going to do it. So I do it. And I go, why are you still doing that? He's still like six months later. You're still doing this. What's wrong with you? Why? I'm still doing it. I like it. And I keep doing it. And then eventually like this, he's still doing it. And they go, wow, he's actually getting paid to do that. And eventually it's like, wow, he's good. It's a progression. 
And the thing is, is most of us will stop it because we don't have acceptance. The hard part is as humans, we're tribe mentality. We need to be accepted by people. The problem is we're expecting the people who are already in this bubble to accept this nuance and people don't like watching the crab climb out of the bucket. So I have to realize that I'm going to climb out and I'm going to get into a different bucket, different people, different surroundings. And those, those crabs may hop in that bucket later on, or at least understand why I'm there. But for me and everybody in the journey, you're going to have people that, that see you do something and then you're holding a mirror to what they're not doing. And you have to be okay understanding that that's not an attack on you. It's them pretty much trying to defend an internal conversation. So they're not going to accept it. You don't meet their energy at the same energy. When they're mean to you, you don't respond with negativity. You just say, get how you feel, but I'm going to keep doing this. And you keep doing it because when they see you do it enough to where you believe in it, that's the only way they'll believe in it. Your actions have to show it, how consistent you are, how you stay in the group, how you keep on doing it, whatever it may be. And eventually they have to believe it because they see how much you do. Yes. <laughs> it's all making sense. Yeah. I think too, you said something, um, you touch on their insecurities because they're yeah. not, they don't have a plan and no, that unnerves them. We're tribe mentality. Wait, what, how come this person's stepping out of the tribe to follow a plan? Mm-hmm. Wait, what's wrong with us? What's wrong with me? And so, yeah. well, let's pull this person back into the tribe and get them to erase the plan. Mm. But you have to stay the course. Gotta stay the course, man. That's it. If you don't, then you get off the train. You never know where the train was headed. And and as you you were injured in the NFL, you you know you had to pick up from there from your divorce. Were you formulating all of this in your mind, or did you just do this instinctively and then say, "Oh, wait, I think I have a <laughs> process here for people." I think what I did is I started getting. Uh, so football was interesting. Football is this thing where you you don't get good and then get on the field. You get in the field to get good. And what I mean by that is a lot of people are waiting in the background to figure things out. I go, what is the most uncomfortable thing I can do right now? Because it would tell me that that's the thing I should do. Whatever gave me discomfort was a thing. Like my wife had an affair and I went and talked to the guy she slept with, like had a conversation with him. That's a, a really uncomfortable thing to do, obviously. Oh my God. Yeah, right. That's people like, it is a lot of stuff, but there's conversation had to be had. And I, in the gut of me was like, I don't know why but I'm feeling settled there. I think I should go do this. And I did it. And it was, it, it mended. It was, it, it ended in a positive as best as it could be situation. Right. But these are little things. And I think we, we inherently know we can feel what, what should be done, but we are like, I don't want to do, if I can not do that, I don't want to do it. So for me, I started just kind of navigating this stuff. And then in hindsight, looked back and went, Oh, so that's what I was doing. And I put that together with, with honestly understanding the, the psychology of it, and like how neuroscience worked for like neuroplasticity and rewiring pleasure centers and what triggers my pain. Cause I, I would be triggered on, on trust all the time. Right. Cause obviously for reasons from before I had to rewire how I would respond when something felt off and the spotty senses went and not go down that weird pathway. So little stuff had to be worked on, but that's what I've worked into my process. Yeah, so How do you rewire someone like you who's a vi- who has taken so much of abuse has comes out of a situation where you understand you wouldn't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. How do you re- rewire your brain to trust yeah. and then just re- rewire your brain in general? I think a lot of it response wise, it's all based on habits anyways. And if you look at a lot of the habits, we'll call it, you know, studies and books that come out, you essentially have a trigger. And from that trigger, you go down a track, a pathway that's natural and normal to you. And then as at the end, a reward or a bonus or the, the benefit. And let's say, for example, like hunger, the trigger is I'm hungry. The track is I need to go get food. 
I'm going to be satiated. But the track for some people is go to McDonald's for some people. Let's go make a salad. And so the benefit at the end is I'm, I'm not hungry anymore, but the track you went down could have affected you negatively. Right? So for me, it's like the trigger. I'd be like, she hasn't called back. She hasn't responded. She's not responding to my text messages. Previously it'd be like, what are you doing? I'd freak out and go off the handle. And you know, whereas now I'm like, she's probably just got something going on. And then what happens is where she would come back to that message and have anxiety and gun shy from seeing a message because she didn't respond for 30 minutes. Now she comes back and it's like, Hey, I'm just doing this. And I'm like, cool. See you when you get home. And that energy creates different stuff in the environment, in the relationship. So like I had to try to actively do that. Even if in the beginning I wanted to do this, I would just do this. And then, okay, that worked. Okay. I don't feel as, neg- as much negativity. The energy's not there. I can pause her not responding for an hour is okay. And you rewire the patterning and the actions. And after a while it becomes more normal for what you do. And this becomes a non-existent part of your actions. But you still probably had at first had the feeling of yeah. being angry enough to want to respond, but you or react, 100%. but you just did didn't do it. Exactly. It's there. I mean, that's that's the rewiring is being presently aware of what's going on and then going, I'm gonna make a different. So when the trigger takes place, I change the track. Got it. Right. The the, the outcome was the same. I found out what she was doing, right? But the way that I got there was two different tracks. Same trigger. I just adjusted the track of what I would go down when I wasn't getting a response. And that changed the experience of the whole situation and the outcome. So for some of the people you coach, um, life coach, you get them to identify the trigger and then say, okay, this triggers you to do this normal track you go down, which is, you know, not good. Maybe it's medicating or, you know, I don't know, having a temper tantrum, whatever the case is. Yeah. And then you present another track, go Some take do. a walk, right? Like yeah. skip rope. What I don't know. Count down from 10, you know, the little stuff. It is. It's little triggers. And then it's not going to happen perfect the first time, the second time. But that, there's going to be a time when it, it happens and you go, oh, I feel the trigger. Let me do something different. And you try it and you're like, oh, well, that feels good. I like that. You know, and this happens. This, this is how we live our entire life. Most of the time we're doing things. And usually it happens a lot faster. Like if I touch a a hot stove, the first time I touch it, I'm like, oh, dumb idea. I saw a little red thing there. Now when I see it, I'm like, oh, trigger, track, don't touch the hot stove. Right? Some are obviously more prevalent with pain. But after a while, you do notice that you go, oh, okay, I don't do that. And it's a learned trait. Now I go down that pathway and that's what I do now. And so these little nuances show up all over our lives. And the idea is, can you see it? Because once you can see it, you can adjust it. Got it. The book is Identity Shift. The author, Anthony Trucks. Anthony, so also you have, so besides the book, um, do, do you work one-on-one with people or is it just in terms of speaking? I rarely do. I mean, I have, so the, the method that's there is delivered in different programs. So I have what's called the starter. Then we have what's called the incubator, accelerator, and elite. It's just a progression up the ladder of, of how I work with individuals. I don't do much one-on-one unless it's like, higher level, like CEO or executive clients, or just people who have businesses and they want to do something special, but they, they need to do it more in an intimate manner. The method's the same though. Like you don't have to have me to get the benefit of it as the best part of it. It's extracted from my brain. You walk yourself through the stuff at the end of it, you have less guilt and shame and overwhelm. If you're in business or even your career, it'll make more money. And you have like a great sense of like work-life harmony. Like that's the thing I'm big on. My marriage is phenomenal right now. Business is doing amazing right now. And they work simultaneously. Most people have such a tilted scale in some way that it sucks and it's not enjoyable. But I found out how to have kind of it all and not feel in any way like guilty for one side or the other or feel like I'm, I'm 
doing a disservice to one side or the other. And it creates a great harmony for my life. And I get momentum to go create and do even more cool stuff. Like talk to you. I'm better together. Well, Anthony, did there times that you stumble though and make mistakes? Hell yes. Kidding? Yeah. It's normal. But the thing is, is if you have, if you have a plan, you get back on track quick. There's times when I'll be working on like, I'll, I'll take the laptop into the living room and do some stuff. I get my wife that side eye look at me. What are you doing? I'm like, ah, you're right. I put it to the side, you know, it it can wait till tomorrow morning. And so, yeah, it's, it's a natural thing. Or like when I had my book, that book come out, we had some good arguments because I was doing podcast after podcast, like 150, like a two week period. And she's like, I just, I don't see you anymore. Right. And then I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I, I told you it's going to be a couple of weeks, a couple of months of doing this. And even though she knew it still didn't feel good to her. Right. So since it's died off, like I purposely don't put a lot in my calendar. So I adjust things to where I'm here. When she's home, we're home. We sit on the couch. We're not working out, watch movies, hang out. So I'm present again. But these are things that are, it's an ebb and a flow. I can't be perfect. None of us should try. Wow. Anthony, this was uh, such a pleasure. Once again, Anthony Truck, the book is Identity Shift. Kelsey, do you have any final thoughts before we let... Anthony, go back and save the world or help the world? Just, just whoa. I mean, like both. I'm so happy that you jumped on again, Anthony, with us because you have seriously so much to offer. I want to go listen. I'm going to re-listen to both these episodes about 45,000 times. So I just want to say thank you. Yeah, I'm like the, that the financial guilt gap. I'm like, you're yelling at me. I am, yeah, very guilty of that. So I'm going to start doing that and just start being more aware. And that is one thing I want to say too, like, Kevin, I talk about this all the time that with every expert spiritual healer, thought leader we have on, I feel like we feel like one of the main things is like, you guys are just so aware. And I want to ask you, you know, like, because you are aware, like you're aware and that's why decisions you make or like things that happen in your life, like you're able to shift and change. And it's like, I'm so curious where that awareness came from. Is it like, now just kind of ingrained in you or do you still daily have to be like oh take a step back yeah. do you get what i'm saying it's like it's just question. yeah it's it's funny it's the second time i've been asked this question today and it's the first really? two times i've ever been asked this question wow. i don't know why but life happens funny my dogs are starting barking and coming here in a second which is so much fun my wife's getting <laughs> home i think part of it is uh i'm not afraid of of feeling the pain of the ego being killed for that area so most people feel a pain of like the ego getting attacked because I'm not good with money. Well, why? Well, like, you know, you're not good with money, but when someone pokes it, you get fired up. Yeah, right. Yeah. But like at this point, I'm like, if I'm not good in that thing, okay, I know I'm not good. Now I can improve upon it. I can give myself permission to improve. So first part is I'm not afraid of the pain of the ego. The second thing is I enjoy the effort of fixing things. Like I don't, I don't mind improving myself. And I find that when I, I take, an area and I improve it, other parts of my life improve. So I'm excited at what the opportunity will be for my life overall when I'm better with uh, the career or better at taking more trips or better in the areas where I might have some guilt. I'm like, Ooh, I didn't feel good. Okay, cool. What could, I wonder what life's going to be like when I take care of that. What else is that affecting that I'm not aware of and life elevates. Another way that I do this is I actually have this conversation with people. I ask them, Hey, about that time again, man, like, hey, what are some things you see that you ain't told me yet that I got to know, right? Or I do what's called thinking time. I will sit in a chair with a question and answer it and try to be devil's advocate to myself. Mm. What are you doing? What's going on? Why isn't this working? Why, you know, and I just have the conversations. It's a practice. Yeah. It, I think a lot of us avoid it. I just try to lean into it. So cool. You're the best. 
I try. I think it, but you know, it's funny. We, what she was talking about is we noticed the, the greats that come on this show and some are healers and coaches and others are actually CEOs and others are artists, but they're all supremely successful. And then they have this acute awareness about them that, um, most of us don't. And I think you can have that though. You can pause and, 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 and take inventory and like do what Mm -hmm. you're even doing these doing the steps with the identity shift, mm-hmm. it's having a, uh, increased awareness. And I think that's what she's tapping into that you have. Yeah. And it, we keep seeing it with the most successful, high vibrating people is they have this awareness of, wait, what's going on? Wait, something's not right here. Let's take a mm-hmm. step back. Let's look at it. What adjustments can we make? And, and you're reason- willing to adjust. Too. Yeah. That's you know, the courage. it's like you don't, right. That's the courage. That's like you're saying, like, that think time, you're not going to fight it and just be like, well, screw that. Well, you said that. He said that about the ego. It's the ego, man. Ego. There's a book, great book out there called ego is the enemy. Mm. People Mm. should check out, you know, because yeah, it, it, uh, it's what gets in the way. Anthony, we will certainly stay in touch and, uh, come back and talk to us again. Another great, better together interview. So good. Learned a lot. No kidding. How to shift our identities, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to um, be shifting mine. Speaking of shifting identities or healing, uh, I just want to give a shout out to our Heal Squad. Um, our Patreon numbers uh, continue to grow. And I urge you, if you want ad-free content, uh, a bonus show a week, and access to our monthly heal events. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, I suggest you go and sign up uh, to our Patreon as well. You won't regret it. Uh, as always, we ask you to tell uh, tell a friend about our show. And uh, One better, Kev. Send it to a friend. Send this episode to a friend who you think could benefit. Yeah. I'm going to send it to a lot of people. You know what? It's mm. funny. No, because if a lot of our fans do that, yeah, they they'll, do. Send the, they'll send the actual show. Yeah. And know that when you do that, when you get that feeling, at least according to what I've learned from the guests on this show, is when you get that feeling of, you know, I have a certain friend or a loved one that will benefit from this show and you send it to them. According to what you you kids have taught me on this show, it could very well be the work of greater forces. Your guardians, your oh, guardian yeah. angels, your people saying like, or the universe saying this message needs mm-hmm. to be delivered. So yes, that would be wonderful. Um, and uh, if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, you want to skip over to Apple Podcasts, well, don't be afraid to go over there and give us a five-star review uh, and... Uh, Right up something nice. We do read them all and we very much appreciate them. And then Kelsey. Yes, sir. Until then, what do we do on this show? Ugh, until then, you guys, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. 
So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.